0: and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Ched is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to This Morning on 630 Ched. Stacey with you. Uh, Daryl not with us today because he is still enjoying vacation. He is back next Tuesday. Well, Edmonton seems to attract some really cool events, and this one... No exception. Uh, you may remember the, the the Red Bull crashed ice event back in 2015 right by the convention center and you know people were skating full speed down this really cool ramp that was that was put up. Obviously it's not normally there. Um, uh, there was the big air event at Commonwealth Stadium just uh, last month or earlier this month, a 147 foot ramp for boarders to, to come down. And the UIAA Ice Climbing Championship coming to Edmonton downtown, in the new year and this is a really cool event too pretty unique for the city Carla Ramsey is with the Alpine Club of Canada and uh, joins us in studio thank you very much for for coming in today no thank
1: you for having us we're super excited to be here this is this is like an event like no other yeah it's the first time it's actually these championships have been held in North America well that's big yeah so we're really excited because it opens up a lot of opportunities for some of our Canadian climbers as well oh I bet so tell us about the event so we have athletes coming from all over the world. This will be the final championships of the World Cup season. Um, it's the first time we've had, obviously, something like this. So this structure we're building this year is twice as high and four times as wide as previously we've had uh, that we've had. Because in the past, I think it was down at Snow Valley, right? There was a big uh, ice climbing Snow wall. Valley, was oh, Snow Valley. So, yeah
0: was downtown yeah. Uh, on Gallagher Hill there. Uh, and people got a chance to, to climb it
1: themselves. And it, it looked really neat. Yeah. So we've been a- operational for three years. So, and this year we moved down into the ice district at Fan Park. So it's a great location to have. So obviously Mother Nature hasn't been cooperating in terms of weather. So usually by now we've had the ice structure up for about a month. Uh, It's still just a frame at this point. Oh no. But conditions do look favorable this coming week for us to start harvesting ice. So what does that look like? How do you do that? How do you make a massive ice climbing wall in the middle of downtown Edmonton? (laughs) Yeah, well, we have scaffolding set up. Um, We've designed these, our build team has designed these special spray bars. So we have two Mm -hmm. on each side that we run. Um, We need the temperatures to be consistently below minus five in order for us to be able to do that. Um, And it's a slow process. We start from the bottom and slowly just build the ice up. So kind of like those ice castle that we had at Horlack Park for for a number of years. Yes, I I never actually saw how those structures were made, but I, I suspect it would be something similar, right? Because it just, it takes time to build it up. You must be worried. Um, no, I mean, I know it's going to get cold enough. It eventually will. It just means our operational season. We've been saying that season. for a really long time, know, though,
0: Carla. It, it, like, uh, October, like, well, it's going to hit, you know, it's going to hit the dirt at some point, the weather, and it still hasn't.
1: Yeah. But it's in the back of your mind, obviously. Yes, for sure. I mean, I think we'll be fine for the championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just might mean we have a very short operational season this year. But in terms of the championships, I think we'll be fine, because by February, we really need only about 10 solid days of... Okay. Temperatures staying consistently below minus five to make the ice, and the rest of the structure should start for like what we call the dry tooling section. We'll be going up uh, sometime this week, if not early next week. All right, tell us about the sport itself. I, I don't think I've I've never
0: watched it. You go to the mountains and you see them, you know, climbing rocks, but I,
1: I, I don't I, I don't know what an ice climbing event looks like. Yeah, so it's a little bit different. Uh, obviously because they're climbing on these structures. So we'll have a segment of ice and there'll be a transition point from the ice to the wall. Mm -hmm. And then the section on the wall, they'll still be climbing with their tools. They'll have their crampons on and their ice climbing tools. And they have to transition onto the structure, which will then have special holds that they can use their tools and crampons to kick into. And then we actually have hanging volumes mm-hmm. at the top as well. To I don't it. know what that is. What is that? So, I think of it could be just like a hanging barrel or hanging hunk of ice, okay. but there'll be holds on it. It just makes prevents or sorry presents an extra challenge for the climbers. Right. And and are they judged by speed? Are they judged by how are they judged? Well, there's actually there is a speed ice climbing component. Mm-hmm. That's a separate. Uh, event in itself. So there's that one. Then they have, when they d- were doing the mix, they're actually leading. So as they're going up, they're not entirely, they, they're roped in, but they're not roped in until they start clipping as they go. So it does, there is that, a risk of falling. So it presents an extra challenge for them. Are they harnessed? The, of course. Okay. It has to be, yeah, <laughs> okay they so to, they, if they, they fall, they're, they're, not, not, roped, they're, they're not in yes. Concrete. Yes, They're going to be caught. There's belayers okay. catching them, right? So it's judged on, like, speed. Um, actually, you know what, to be honest, I'm not entirely sure how they judge that component when they're doing the actually mixed, like, with the ice mm-hmm. and the wall. What's the
0: fan experience like? For Obviously, this has never happened in North America, let alone Edmonton. What's the fan experience? If I go down there, what can I expect? What else is there to do?
1: Well, so we're going to have a winter market, so okay. local artisans, stuff like that. There's going to be live music In between, we're also gonna have different booths set up with potential um, climbing instructors, offering demos, tools, that kind of stuff, so people can come check out. Can they actually test the wall out? They will be able to, but not during the actual competition. No. Okay. So not during the Friday, Saturday or, and Sunday, but on the Monday. On the Monday, we'll have a local community competition, and we'll be offering clinics that people can come sign up for and climb with some of the pros. Um, there's going to be an after party as well on the okay. Sunday. So, Who are we looking out for? What, what country dominates this sport? You know what? I actually don't know. So for myself, as a climber, I like to go out into the mountains and climb, mm-hmm. but I've actually never followed the World Cup or anything like that, watching it on television, right? I think You like to do it, yes, not watch it. Exactly. But I think it'll be something different now that I, having watched it once it comes here and experiencing it, I'll probably be more keen to actually pay attention to what's going oh, on. Oh, for sure. Well, you've got to. You're helping put this on. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I'm assuming it'd be more of the Nordic countries. Uh, You'd be surprised, actually. Like Korea and Japan have some really strong athletes. They've got mountains, but yeah. 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 Um, Especially a lot of these structures because they're man-made, right? They're not climbing. So they, they actually dominate a lot in the sport.
0: Oh, I bet. I bet. All right, you brought some stuff with us. We're going to take a bit of a break now. We're going to talk about how we can get tickets and and what the sport is all about because you actually brought in all of the things you need to climb a hunk of ice. And we're going to talk about that coming up in two minutes. This morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat. Supported by Abe's Door Service with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. The UIAA Ice Climbing Championships coming to North America for the first time and they're coming here to Edmonton in February, the Family Day uh, long weekend. So it's going to be something new for the city of Edmonton. We are no stranger to seeing really new events here. And we're going to get to experience that coming up uh, in February. Carla Ramsey is with the Alpine Club of Canada. Uh, we're talking about the event here. And why did they pick Edmonton? This is, as you mentioned before, it's never been out of North America. Why Edmonton?
1: Well, we had two people really fighting for us uh, who actually, Tim... Uh, Hankinson who's been mm-hmm. the driving force behind this has been I think trying for almost 10 years to get to, to for this to happen and his sidekick Stacey and they put in a proposal and we actually won the bid so I think that's great that the UIA was willing to work with us for being a brand new city new yeah. to this. it's greatness. cold here trust us Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops. And then we get a El Nino. El El yeah. yeah, that's not so great.
0: Um, tell us about the Alpine Club of Canada. They, uh, they organize events
1: and obviously yeah. do a whole bunch of other things. As so well. they have an there's a national body and then we have a, lo- a local body. so I'm part of the Edmonton section. and so the, we're the ones who have the Edmonton section is on building the wall. We'll, obviously we have support from national. But the Edmonton section, we do all kinds of stuff. It's a great community. So if people want to get into any kind of mountain sport, whether it be like ski touring, backpacking, climbing, signing up with the Edmonton chapter would allow them to meet other individuals and give them opportunities to get out because we have a lot of leaders doing trips and Mm -hmm. it's free a lot of the times. Uh, Once you're a member that go out, so you get to learn, right? So if you've never done it before, it's a great way and that's how I actually originally got into ice climbing, as I had actually signed up for a couple courses that were being offered through the Alpine Club of Canada through the Calgary and Edmonton sections. okay, let's let's say we're interested. Where, where do we start? You, I, you brought your gear in. You need some highly technical
0: gear. you're You're climbing ice.
1: Well, down at ice. the wall, we have all we provide all the gear that you need. We have qualified instructors to teach you the movement patterns that you need to get down on the at the wall. wall. Which wall are we talking about here? The ice wall that's in uh, the ice district. Okay, that's right? not ready yet. No, it's not ready okay, yet. Yeah, okay, But it usually would be. Just this year, not be we get it. Warm, <laughs> yeah. Uh, usually, yeah, by now you'd be able to go down and just sign up. You can do an intro course. Um, you could do private lessons. Mm-hmm. And we have everything we need down there from ice axes, crampons, boots, helmets, harnesses, all of that. So you brought in specialized boots. Let's let's look at the equipment. They
0: kind of look like ski boots a little bit. Yeah, you can really. actually,
1: you can climb in ski boots. Oh, you can? Yep, so for some of our smaller feet, that's what we have to use, as ski boots. Okay. Because um, the thing is you need a fully, like a full shank. Right, So your bottom of your boot needs to be fully rigid to be able to soor- support your crampon and kicking. Okay. Right. You don't want a boot that bends. Okay. And, and a crampon, explain to people what a crampon is. Well, a lot of people have experience with, say, like ice cleats that they put on the bottom of their shoes to give, provide traction on ice when they're walking. Yeah. I, these, I wore some this weekend, but they didn't yeah. look like this. So These, these are, are heavy duty. So these are substantially much more uh, hardcore, I guess. Um, and they
0: basically just
1: have like, almost like little knives at the bottom? Yeah, like they're little little, spikes. little, little points. Well, they're quite big. These ones are quite big. Yeah, so they fit onto your boot fully. Um, so you have a front point, you have your secondary points, and then obviously just your bottom ones more for walking. You don't really, you use these just for on low angle stuff, but this is these are the points you'd predominantly use for actually kicking into the ice, or even if you're doing what's called mixed climbing, uh, where you're using rock, you take the you could use the tiniest little ledge to rest your foot on, and it would support oh. you. Right? So
0: you don't use these these crampons for rock, then, do you? Yeah.
1: Oh, you can. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. When you're doing mixed climbing, right? So with a little bit of ice and a little bit yeah. of rock. So same thing. Our wall, you'll have the opportunity if you have a bit of climbing background, you'll be able to try the dry tooling section, which would be just. Not climbing in the ice, but climbing on the structure with your tools. And you also have a pickaxe here. I don't know what, yeah, what, what ice axes. It's yeah. an ice axe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that's what you you have to
0: just ram into the or
1: yeah, you go just right into the swing ice. into the ice. Um, so same thing. You can also use a little a tiny ledge on a rock to support yourself if you're on mixed. But yeah, these are what you'd use to swing into the ice. You have to be pretty strong. Or Not necessarily. Okay. No, it's all about technique. Uh, I mean, you do obviously have some upper body strength, but it's actually technique, and you predominantly should be using your legs until you get into like higher, higher grade stuff. And where do you go
0: where do to I hike?
1: Go? Yeah, or to climb? To, to climb. Um, well, I do a lot of training on our wall when it's actually up. Yeah, um, which is great. Um, but all over the mountains here, Jasper, we can go to Banff. David and they have Thompson intermediate, highways. and they
0: have beginner. Areas that yep. I guess you'll familiar familiarize yourself with if you're part of Alpine Club of Canada. I'm sure they have all of those resources, right?
1: Yes, they do. So we have they put on courses for people, especially. I mean, you have to you have to learn from a qualified individual. You don't want to go out there and not know what you're doing, especially in the mountains, yep. right?
0: Do, I know that when you see rock climbing, you know they have the little clips and there's uh, there's um, you know, little uh, drilled into the rock bolts. They, they have bolts, yep. and then they just can clip it on. Is that is that the case with ice, or well, is, do like, you have
1: any? Do you in have like ice a, climbing? You have to use ice screws. Okay. Right. So you'd be as you're climbing, you'd be protecting yourself by screwing in your screw, and then you would clip to that. Okay. And then if you're doing a mixed route, um, sometimes they're bolted, but a lot of times it's not. So you have to place your own rock protection. And so that's just in case you fall. Yes, in order to prevent. And so you've got fall. the ropes. Yeah. And have you had any had any close calls? Uh, not myself. Okay. I'm, I'm still pretty new to the sport, but I also have a family, so I make sure that I'm quite safe. I, my mission is to always come back at the end of the day. Why do you love it? But there's nothing else like it, because when you're climbing, whether it be rock, ice, whatever, it's just it's you against yourself, right? You have to overcome your own fears and to keep moving forward, right? If you get scared, that's when you're likely to have a, a fall or an accident, right? So you just have to keep calm and stay focused. And you, you're, it's, I find that it's very meditative hmm. because that. at that moment while you're doing it, you're, you're not a mom, you're not a friend, you're not anything, you're just, it's you and the rock or you and the ice. Huh, I, and love I, that. I think for a lot of people, that's something they really enjoy about it. All right, if people want to catch this thrill in uh, the Ice District, in Fan Park, how can we get tickets? Well, tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster. Uh, We have early bird pricing right now until January 7th. So for the full weekend pass, it's $25. Well, that's affordable. Yeah, for sure. And then if you have kids 12 and under can get in for free with one ticketed adult. Uh, after the early bird pricing at January 8th, I think it just goes up by $5. Okay. I'm mean, not 100%, but. Um, or you can buy single day tickets for $15.
0: And it sounds like it's going to be a, a, a bit of an experience. It's not going to be just watching climbing, there's also going to be other things that you can do there live bands, yep. a food, Foods, uh, a market there yep. as well. So yep. and then it's just going to be a whole clinics. festival, if you will. Yep. And then you can learn how to climb on the Monday. Yes. And that's the family day long weekend in yep. February. Yep. All right. Thanks
1: for joining us, Carla. Thank you for having us. And thanks for bringing all your equipment in so early in the morning, too. It's been been great talking to you. Not that early. If you're used to doing stuff in the mountains, you know what an alpine start is. So (laughs)
0: thank you. That's Carla Ramsey with the Alpine Club of Canada, Edmonton section.